0: Disney Roulette is a movie review podcast in which we discuss, in detail, the movies available on Disney's streaming service. In internet speak, that means, spoiler alert, you've been warned. Also, while Disney films are safe for the whole family to enjoy together, this show is not. Listener discretion is advised. All that said, let's do this shit. Welcome to Disney Plus Roulette, a magical movie review podcast. I'm your host, Kate.
1: And I'm Bob and ready to let's get dangerous. Oh wait, (laughs) wrong ducks.
0: Wrong ducks. Sorry. We're also not living in a duck blur. Oh, dang. Yeah, unfortunately. So we are gonna pass right on by the news because we covered it all in this week's bonus episode. So if you need a rundown of all the exciting things that were announced during the Investor Day meeting, be sure to check that out. And Beckett is here, as always, for your snoring entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. So our movie this week is, of course, The Mighty Ducks. Very exciting.
1: Quack, quack, motherfuckers. Quack, quack.
0: So our drink this week is called The Bombay on Ice because Bob is a fucking genius the way we make this drink, take two shots of Bombay. 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 God, my body's giving up on me. So
1: I came to the realization while watching this movie that Gordon Bombay is just two types of gin slammed into each other. Gordon and Bombay. Yeah, they were totally (laughs) Disney-fied.
0: Yep, so that has inspired our drink. The Bombay on Ice is two shots of Bombay Sapphire Gin, and then Smirnoff Ice Original. Add some lemon juice, and then if you want some extra fizz and a little bit more sweetness, because it is pretty dry without it, you can add some Sprite, and it makes a very delightful gin buckety kind of drink.
1: Yeah, really good.
0: Yeah, a dangerous drink, if I do say so myself. All right, let's jump into some trivia. Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned for the role of Charlie, but his parents actually wouldn't let him take the role. Leonardo DiCaprio also auditioned, but he lost the role to Joshua Jackson.
1: What?
0: So do you think for the rest of his life, Joshua Jackson's like, remember that time Leonardo DiCaprio lost out to me? Because <laughs> I would be.
1: <laughs> and then there's the meme of him holding the glass out from The Great Gatsby, and it's, hey, how's that Mighty Ducks? I got my Oscar.
0: Uh. we love you, Joshua. Yep. Other interesting casting news. Charlie Sheen, brother of Emilio Estevez, was offered the role of Gordon Bombay first, but he turned it down, which I'm very grateful for because Charlie Sheen does not give off the warm and fuzzy vibes that Emilio Estevez can.
1: I also don't think he could have been sober at that point to skate. So good (laughs) luck with that one.
0: Fair point. Fair point. Last little bit of trivia, when the Anaheim team was added to the NHL, it was named the Anaheim Mighty Ducks because Disney owned the team. They have since then changed their name to just the Anaheim Ducks, but their aesthetic was based on the movie. Another fun fact, if you stay at the All-Star Movies Resort in Disney World, there is an entire Mighty Ducks themed area. I've stayed there. It's cheesy as shit, but really fun. Hmm. Let's get into the movie, yeah?
1: Uh, Sure, yeah. Are we not going to talk about the really crappy uh, alien duck cartoon that uh, was spawned from this too?
0: Listen, that cartoon holds a very important (laughs) place in my personal
1: history. I did not know.
0: My memory from my childhood is shit. I don't remember anything. Apparently that's a side effect of anxiety. And here we are. I like I have zero memories from my childhood, but I distinctly remember. I'm pretty sure it was the pilot. They are in a situation where they will all die if the, I think it was the captain, doesn't sacrifice himself, and he sacrifices himself to save the crew, and that was the first time in my life that that concept had been introduced to me, hmm. and it struck me so hard as a kid that I remember it to this day. So, cheers to them for that, I guess?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I, I Welcome to I Dark just, Themes. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll raise a glass to that.
0: So. The movie starts and we know that this is a flashback because everything is in soft focus. (laughs) Soft focus always means a flashback.
1: Soft focus and when we're on the ice, you can literally only see the spotlighted areas.
0: That's right. There is some prime 90s music. Think of watching Labyrinth and the 80s music in Labyrinth, but the 90s equivalent. That's what's happening in the background right now. It's a young Gordon. He is making a big shot to try to win the game. He's making a foul shot. Is that what they call it in hockey? I don't know. Penalty. Penalty shot.
1: I know enough to get myself in trouble.
0: (laughs) I know nothing. But he hits it off the goalpost, which then sends the game into overtime, and they ended up losing in overtime. Yep. So then we go to current time. He's now a defense lawyer.
1: Criminal defense. Yeah,
0: criminal defense. So you know he's a good guy. That's number one indicator of a good guy in a movie is that he's a criminal defense lawyer.
1: <laughs> in the 90s. In the 90s. Mm.
0: Really, my main note from this scene is why did guys wear massive suits back then? Did you notice that all of them were wearing suits that were like three sizes too large?
1: Oh, it's not even just the suit. The coat, the overcoat that he puts over it, which yeah. don't get me wrong, looked gangster boss's shit, but was absolutely ridiculous looking. He
0: literally looked like three small children hiding in a big coat pretending to be a man. <laughs> and Emilio
1: Estevez is not very tall, so those kids, you know, weren't weren't very big.
0: Yeah, it it was it was a look. It was a look. That's all I got to say. Maybe
1: it was only two kids in a trench coat. <laughs>
0: Maybe. So then we cut to him He's won his case on some weirdo technicality and that he always wins, apparently.
1: Always wins. And he's not only just like winning, but he's shoving it in the face of the other lawyer.
0: Yeah. His license plate says just win. Yeah. And they show him drinking and driving. So this guy, no pun intended, is a serious winner. (laughs) It's basically a piece of shit. He gets a DUI. His boss makes him do community service in exchange for getting to keep his job. Then we cut to a bunch of kids playing in an alley. They give a dog some chili to give him the shits. They collect it and stick it in a purse and lay it on the ground with a dollar sticking out. A guy picks it up thinking that he's gonna, you know, Today's my lucky day. Ha ha.
1: Instead of trying to find the person who it belonged to,
0: So he picks up the purse the least cool way possible and does the really over the top, is anybody looking at me? Like look back and forth, drives off with the purse, car slams on brakes. You hear him yell and he throws it out the window because he's so grossed out. All this dog shit in there. The kids all start laughing and he sees them and starts chasing after them in a scene that had to be an homage to a Christmas story, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a Christmas story homage. Because the the little fast forwarding and...
0: The music was even the same. Like every time the bully chases them in A Christmas Story, they did that. But in this scene with these kids and this guy. Anyway, they managed to get away from the guy. We cut to the kids at practice. Gordon meets them. He's a douche from the start and they suck at hockey. That is the take home message from the scene. Yeah. (laughs) More stuff happens, but that's really all you need to know. They go to practice the next day. Turns out that the team he's playing is his old team and his old coach, who was an asshole. Go figure! Yeah. So
1: much of an asshole that he has his collar popped in every scene.
0: So much of an asshole that you just assume he's got a tiny, tiny penis.
1: Oh, guy. Yeah. But he was Perry White and Lois and Clark.
0: Yeah, I don't care. He is an asshole. Uh, he was an asshole. In he gave movie. me really bad flashbacks to T-ball when I had a coach that literally made five-year-old girls cry.
1: Oh, God.
0: He was one of those. What has happened in your life that you feel like you need to make little girls cry to make yourself feel better? Anyway, I, this guy, I did not like him. So obviously, Gordon's team gets their asses handed to them because they don't know how to play hockey. And this other team is like the district team that always wins every year.
1: Every year. Except that one year. They noticed that there's a a bunch of pennants on the wall. Except that one year where it says they won second place. Hmm.
0: Oh yes, I see where you're going. (laughs) That's her face. I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. They only got second place the year that Gordon fucked up.
1: Yeah. And by the way, the coach talks about that specifically and is like, wish I wish they would take that one down. That one's an embarrassment to me, and like looks Gordon Bombay down. Oh, what a dick.
0: Yeah, that guy's the worst. So the next day, the kids are getting bullied by some other kids in the neighborhood. And they are saved by Foggy from Daredevil. I don't remember his character name. He is Foggy to me.
1: It also starts with an F if I... Uh, fo- 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 Fulton? Falsam? Fulton? Fulton? I think it might be Fulton.
0: Fulton. Yeah. And so we're introduced to this big brooding kid with black hair who looks like Big and Scary. But he saved them from the other kids
1: so interesting that he was big and scary back then and they do a really good job like they add some foley on the background of his steps and different things like that they do a really good job of making him a very imposing figure foggy did not grow up to be a big imposing figure
0: no not at all he's a big old teddy bear uh so the next practice gordon is basically telling all the kids to fake fouls constantly
1: yeah take the hit
0: take the hit fall to the ground complain that you're in pain basically men's soccer (laughs) <laughs> Charlie, who's the lead kid in the movie, well, the lead ish kid, is Joshua Jackson. Mm-hmm. He will henceforth be referred to as Pacey. Pacey says no. And then one of the parents shames Gordon and is like, This is not why I got my kid into hockey. He just wants to play. He doesn't want to win by cheating and faking fouls.
1: Yeah. And he, I mean, he makes a, a statement like, This is what I spent my overtime money on. It truly gets the feels going for you a little bit.
0: Yeah, like this dad has worked so hard to be able to pay for his kid. These are obviously kids from a marginalized area, and this dad has worked really hard to be able to get his kid these practices, and now Gordon's just throwing it away. Yeah, Gordon goes to visit his old friend Hans, who's an old guy who owns a hockey store, all the equipment and stuff.
1: This is what Hans Gruber could have been?
0: Hans is the best. He basically immediately shames Gordon for yelling at the kids so much and kind of being the douche coach that you he know, grew up with. his entire lifestyle. Right. <laughs> and Hans tells him to just teach the kids to have fun and not to win. Hans then gifts him with a pair of skates and Gordon goes and does some introspective skating on a nearby lake. Yeah. One
1: thing that honestly surprised me when I first saw this back in the day, I was like, oh... This Hollywood star actually learned to ice skate.
0: Apparently, though, a lot of the kids, when they auditioned, said that they knew how to skate and it was a lie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They always tell you to put those stuff on your resume when you're acting.
0: Yeah, and then apparently some time was dedicated to teaching all of the kids how to skate.
1: Yeah, that's the way it goes. No, he actually does pretty well for what little time we see him on skates. He does the job decently.
0: Yeah. So we go to another soft focus flashback and it's Gordon skating as a kid and hanging out with his dad. We learn throughout the movie that basically Gordon's dad passed away the same year that he lost at that game. So that's pretty much like the worst year of his life. It's left hockey with a really sour taste in his mouth. He hates hockey now. It's kind of all just tied together in his mind. So he's associating hockey with the loss of his dad.
1: Childhood trauma, the more you know.
0: (laughs) So after doing some introspective skating, Gordon goes to Pacey's place to apologize. Pacey accepts the apology and invites him to stay for dinner and immediately starts shoving Gordon at his mom.
1: (laughs) I mean, his mom's pretty cute, so. She is cute.
0: Then we go to Gordon the next day at work. He is convincing his boss, whose name is Mr. Duckworth, to sponsor the team and help improve the image of the firm. (laughs) So really, he just wants to. (laughs) Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. His name is Duckworth.
0: You didn't catch that? It gets
1: me every time. (laughs) Talk about a shoehorn.
0: When the movie first started, I thought, why are they not called the Mighty Mallards? And then they said his name was Duckworth, and I was like, there it is. That's why. (laughs) That's it.
1: Okay, sorry. Had to get that out of my system.
0: But basically, he's pitching it to Duckworth as, hey, this will look really good for the image of the firm if you sponsor this local hockey team. Giving back to the community. Yeah, he agrees. And there's a big buying all the shit from Hans's store montage. This movie has worked out very well for Hans. He made yeah. a fuck ton of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he asks him for 15 grand, and then they spend most of it at Hans's store.
0: Yep. While they're at the store, Bombay sees Foggy and asks the kids about him. And apparently Foggy has got a bunch of football scholarships, but because of that, he's not allowed to play hockey because they don't want him to get injured and risk losing his football scholarship. We go to practice the next day. As they're getting ready to go on the ice, there are a bunch of figure skaters who are finishing up their practice. And he sees a brother-sister team that are really good, and Bombay recruits them because he needs some kids that are just really good, solid skaters on the team. Yep. One of them is Little Pete from Pete and Pete. Fun fact. Nice. Then we kind of get to a back to basics montage and he's teaching them how to pass a puck back and forth gently using eggs. And of course he ends up getting pelted with a lot of eggs. Uh, Goldberg, the goalie, has been very scared of getting hit by a puck, which is not an ideal characteristic for a goalie. So they tie him to a goal and then pelt him with pucks so that he can see, oh, hey, I'm going to be fine.
1: Now, that being said, previous to this, the District 5 team, which was their name before they actually became the Ducks, they had zero equipment, which we've established. So these kids have been pelting Goldberg with zero padding. So yeah, of course he's going to be freaking terrified of these
0: pucks. That is a fair point. I didn't really think about that, but that is a fair point.
1: We come back. It's not torture. You know, Goldberg's sitting there tied to the thing, and he's like, is that all you got? Come on, bring it. Now that he's got the pads on, he's good.
0: Yeah. So after practice, Gordon asks... Pacey they're kind of having like a heart to heart what happened to Pacey's dad because it's just him and his mom and he says that he and his mom left his dad there's some kind of situation where the dad was probably sketchy or something and Gordon tells him that he's doing a really good job of taking care of his mom and that he had to do that as a kid too so they have a nice little heart to heart about being like the man of the family at way too young of an age yeah The next day, Gordon and his driver are driving around, and the window of the van gets hit by a puck. They slam on brakes, Bombay chases after the culprit, and hey-oh, it's Foggy! Yeah. Look at that.
1: Not only does it hit the window, it shatters it. Yeah. The only thing keeping that thing together was the safety film.
0: Turns out, Foggy has got a crazy slap shot. That's the term, right?
1: That is the term!
0: Hey, nailed it. But he doesn't know how to skate. Womp womp. Gordon's like, don't worry about it, I got you. (laughs) I need you and that crazy slap shot on my team. They decide to teach him how to skate by having all of the kids and Gordon rollerblading through a ball? (laughs) Cause that's a thing that you do, I guess.
1: I mean, things in the 90s were a little more laxed, but you probably still wouldn't have gotten away with that. Then again, how are you gonna catch them in the 90s? It's not like they were on segways or anything.
0: So the next scene, Gordon has ordered all of their new uniforms, and he shows them their new uniforms and tells them that they are known as the Mighty Ducks. And everybody's like, ducks? That's lame. But then he gives them a pretty good convincing speech, I think, about how ducks fly in unison, and you don't go after one because you know you're going to have to deal with the whole flock, and makes it a pretty good argument for why it's a good team name. So I wanted to
1: ask you... Do you know things about ducks? Is this true?
0: I think so. I know that what he said is all true of swans. You don't fuck with a swan.
1: I knew, I I, I actually did know that about swans. I just wasn't sure if that also followed into
0: ducks. I think a duck would probably go after somebody if you were like...
1: Yeah, I know they do for mates, per se. I know that like the the ducks mate for life kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I think if you like got too close to some babies, a mama duck will fuck you up probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, the inside of their mouth, any bird like that, the inside of their mouths are just terrifying.
0: But anyway, during this scene, Pacey's mom is giving Gordon a lot of eyes. We go to practice, Foggy is practicing his slap shots, and he has a ratio of about one to five successful shots. Which isn't great, but when he hits it, it's like a bullet. Yeah.
1: Several different times that I want to know, what did the actual speed of that have to be? To A, number one, shatter the window, which... Could have hit a, an angle or an, an edge, so that could do. But there's a scene in this in which he hits it so hard that it breaks the net, and that fiber cord—that's nothing to screw with. And it's and it's kind of like smoking after the fact when it. I don't know if there is a speed that a hockey puck could get to. So there's a little suspension of disbelief, but I, I kind of want to know the science behind that one. I wonder if there's
0: a Mythbusters episode about that somewhere. I wonder. Uh, So next day, they're playing a game and one of the kids takes a puck to the forehead and gets benched. Actually leaves a dent in his uh, helmet.
1: Yep. I was scared for that kid.
0: So they send in Foggy and he's all nervous. He comes out to the ice and all the kids on the other team are like, Oh shit, this dude is massive. We're all gonna die. And he reels back like he's going to do a slap shot, but uh, it was all a misdirection and he passes the puck and it just gets popped in by one of his teammates, which was actually a really clever play.
1: What Coach Bombay does there before the actual match, he brings it out and has him hit a few shots. Yeah. And just intimidates the hell out of this other crew. So as you said, he eventually brings them back in the last seconds of 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 the thing. And and you're right. They they scatter like cockroaches. I guess that's the best they scatter.
0: Yep. After the game, Gordon finds out from Hans that they only have to beat one team to get into the playoffs
1: because the other one had measles.
0: Yes. Get your vaccinations everybody. Yeah. But also Hans tells him that the districts have been redrawn and it turns out that the Hawks star player is actually in the Ducks district, so he has to transfer teams. Gordon's got his lawyer brain on he's found this technicality the Hawks coach is pissed and calls him a has-been and tells Gordon that his team is a bunch of losers two kids overhear an unfortunate part of the conversation where Gordon says yeah they're losers but he means it like sarcastically but it was one of those like kind of things that happen in rom-coms where Mm -hmm. oh you overheard the exact wrong part so the kids go off thinking that Gordon hates them and that thinks that they all suck. All of the kids end up walking out on the game, except for Pacey and Foggy, and they end up having to forfeit. Yeah. Next up, Gordon meets with Pacey at his mom's diner. They have a heart-to-heart about how Gordon used to be a hawk and how he lost the championship, and then Pacey encourages him to date his mom again. He's really, really into the thought of Gordon dating his mom.
1: Yeah, he, he he's taking shots for his mom.
0: Yeah. But also they established that he and Gordon form a pretty tight bond pretty quickly. Yeah. So then Gordon says he's stepping aside as a coach so that the kids will still want to play. And then Josh, I almost said Josh Hartnett, that's not it.
1: That is not it at all.
0: Joshua Jackson acts his little heart out and starts crying. He's very sad. Cry, little baby cry.
1: Pacey cry? No.
0: (laughs) The next day, Gordon gets called into a meeting. Duxworth is friends with the star player's dad, and they have paid off the league to allow the kid to keep playing for the Hawks. But they need Gordon to withdraw his complaint for that to go through, and his boss threatens to fire him if he does not withdraw his complaint. And Gordon quacks his way out of the office, is what I wrote in my notes. Literally
1: quacks at his boss.
0: Yeah, And is basically like, screw you, buddy. Uh, He goes to the school. All of the kids are in detention for quacking at their principal. (laughs) Ironically. Yeah. And he apologizes to them and explains that he was being sarcastic and that they misunderstood him. And he says he wants to be coach again. And everybody decides to take him back. Adam Banks shows up the next day. That's the star player from the Hawks. He says he doesn't care what team he's on. He just wants to play hockey. And the Ducks do not give him a very warm welcome. Nope. They are hesitant to pass to him in the game, but when they do, he scores a great goal. And pretty much from then on, they're like, yeah, all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they go as far as even calling him cake eater, which is like the rich area and having their cake and eat it too and all that jazz. That becomes a thing between these two kids. It deals with some heavy stuff.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some pretty significant socioeconomic undertones happening in the movie. Things that kids wouldn't necessarily always pick up on. But it was like, oh, that's an extra layer of depth there. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, So they send Foggy in to score the last shot. He goes for it. Again, all the people on the other team dive for their lives so that they don't get killed by this flying puck. And this is when he blows through the net for the win. Yeah,
1: again, it's smoking. Mm -hmm. That's like Superman level hitting it.
0: After their win, Gordon takes them to a professional hockey stadium as a present. He chats with two pros who I guess were actual professional hockey players.
1: Yes, they were for the uh, Stars, I believe was the team.
0: One of which he used to play pee wee with. And then the team plays around on the ice and they get to stay and watch a game. After that, Gordon comes over for dinner at Pacey and his mom's house. Pacey tells him to take his mom out for dinner. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm good here. You guys go. Bye. Gordon and his mom go for a walk and look at some ice sculptures. He kisses her on the cheek and she does a full-on soap opera dramatic turn and walk away. Like, I have to talk to you looking the opposite direction. She's obviously got some drama going on. And she's worried because Pacey really loves him. And what if this doesn't work out? And he, like, are you just wanting to screw around? Like, my kid really cares about you.
1: Which is also interesting because I hear what she's saying. But what's funny about that is earlier in the movie, Pacey's character actually talks about how he's the one who's worried about his mom because he can take it, but she can't take another set of jerks coming through this house. Yeah. So they're both looking out for each other, and it seems like they both feel like they can take it, but they're worried about the other one, and and that's adorable.
0: Yeah. But then basically Gordon kisses her and is like, I like you. Be cool. <laughs> I'm in this. It's fine. Right. So then we cut to a game. They are kicking ass, and they win, and the Ducks are going to face off against the Hawks for the championship.
1: Yeah. I have to say, I've seen a bunch of different Disney sports movies and blah, blah, blah. What I loved about this movie in particular, and the other one that also did it was Cool Runnings, was it wasn't just hey, there's this one game at the end that we have to get to, and the rest of it's going to be filler. Like, we actually go on the journey with them of playing the sport. And it was nice and refreshing because they don't do that often anymore, unfortunately.
0: That's true. So we're in the game, and it's not going well. They are getting their asses handed to them by the Hawks.
1: And man, they, they are playing dirty. Coach is, in, is, is like encouraging the players, beat the crap out of them and hit them with low shots and do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. While popping his collar.
0: Yes. In my notes I have, at one point the coach looks at Bombay and really just how tiny is your dick? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's telling them to basically beat the shit out of the kids, especially Banks. Yep, Because he knows that Banks is a great player. And since Banks is now on the other team, fuck that guy. He's a traitor. Right. So Banks makes a great goal, but then this dude just slams him and gives him a concussion and he has to be taken off on a stretcher. Gordon goes to the coach and has a great like, man, how many years of my life did I waste caring about what you thought of me? You're a piece of shit moment.
1: What I have to say is one of the, okay, clearly one of the players, the player that hit Banks, you know, was a piece of shit already. He was like, yeah, whatever it takes to win, (laughs) and gets in the penalty box. But right before that, one of the other Hawks looks at his teammate and goes, dude, what are you doing? He was one of us. Why? How can you do that? Like, he's our friend. And I'm the, I am do what I need to do to win.
0: No, he said, I'm doing my job.
1: <laughs> yeah, what? one of the hawks isn't a piece of shit at least. So yeah. there's that.
0: After this all happens, Gordon gives the instructions for this next play and tells them to just go out there and have fun.
1: And fly.
0: Yeah, and fly. Foggy goes out and nails a slap shot. The Hawks score another goal, and Bombay has Tammy, who's the figure skater, distract them with some crazy figure skating spinning, and then she's like, and scores. Then Gordon's like, the flying V! It's time for the flying V! And this is the big iconic shot from all the trailers, where they are skating in the shape of a V formation, just like ducks fly, and they score with the flying V. A hawk fouls against Pacey, and the ducks get a penalty shot. Gordon tells Pacey to take the shot and says he believes in him. And Pacey's like, you don't want Foggy to do this? And Gordon's like, no, you got this, buddy. I believe in you.
1: Now, up until this point, every time he's gone to hit the thing, he's either fallen flat on his face or, you know, whatever. Basically failing. And oh darn, things happen to come down to a penalty shot again?
0: Man, didn't see that coming. No. But Pacey makes the shot. Yay. Woo! And then, did you notice as they all rush out onto the ice to celebrate the win, two of the kids, like, start making out?
1: Oh, was it the, the boy and the girl?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: That, I mean, literally the entire time that they were on screen... One was reaching for the other one or clinging to the other one. No, I didn't see that. I didn't happen oh, to Oh, I didn't even
0: that. notice that throughout the oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like out of nowhere, it was just these kids start <laughs> macking on each other. and I was like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, that was their shtick was that, oh, they were just in love.
0: Oh, okay. I see. They get their big win. It's all very exciting. At the end, we find out that Gordon is going to try out for the minor leagues. And the whole team and Pacey's mom are there to see him off at the Greyhound station as he's getting on the bus. He says that no matter what, he'll be back next season because they've got a title to defend. Yep. Yay! That's how the movie ends. And that is The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. It was great. What do you want to give it, Bob?
1: Oh, gosh uh i am a little split on this one like it's a classic from my my childhood and generally it holds up the some of the corniness that we were pointing out Whew. um but in general looking at what it is for its time frame i'm gonna give it a 4.0
0: i'm giving it a 4.5 okay I fucking loved every second that this movie was on. Yeah. As it was ending, I was like, I'm going to watch the next one tomorrow morning. Just for funsies. I can't wait for it to come up. Oh, did you? (laughs) I ended up not because I was busy with other stuff. But I do want to watch it again because as I was watching this one, I realized that most of my Mighty Ducks memories are actually of the second movie and not the first one. Or possibly the third. I'm pretty sure the second, though. Yeah,
1: it's it's most of the second.
0: So I'm really anxious to watch the second one. I'm definitely not going to wait for it to just come up on the podcast because that could happen 20 years from now. There's so much shit on Disney Plus. So, so yeah, I'm going to give it a solid 4.5. I think even the cheesiness holds up. And <sighs> I think one of the reasons why this movie is successful to me is because I am not a sports movie kind of person. I right. don't care about hockey, but I love this movie. So that means you're doing something right.
1: Hold on, I need to look at something, and I'm not trying to just match you per se, but I want to look at something, because I want to make sure, because I need to keep these ratings, you know, on a scale. I don't want to, oh, this one was better, and this one was better, you know, I don't, I don't want
0: to... You're going to look at what you gave other movies?
1: There is one movie in particular that I would rate this on par with, uh, Sister Act, because honestly, it's on that same level. And it was close to a 5. I knew it was close. I
0: think you gave it a 4 or a 4.5. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm like a 4.25. I liked it, but... Oh, we're
0: breaking out the quarters.
1: All I, right. That's my thing, is I really liked it. And I think that... Honestly, I think D2 will get the 4.5. If not, possibly the 5.0, the, the legendary 5.0. But I think I'm holding off for that for some truly epic movies. Because they are they are in the Disney Plus library. Yeah, I'm going to say a 4.25. It's still 90s. It's still 90s cheese. And though I loved it, I think the second one is better. And I think that that I need to leave some room there for wiggle.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that's that's a solid strategy. Um, I think it's technically my turn to roll, but I don't have dice handy. You want to do that?
1: Yeah, I can do that real quick. Just give me a half a second.
0: All right. I have returned. All right, Bob. Spin those die.
1: Three hundred and forty-one.
0: Oh man, we have a classic. Okay. The Little Mermaid.
1: Menken on board.
0: Does not get more classic than that. Now. I'm excited. Good roll. You roll so much That's better than I row. do. We should make you roll every episode. <laughs> I got the fucking Badger movie.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: <laughs> well, we hope you guys will join us in two weeks ish for our next film review adventure. In the meantime, like us on Facebook at Disney Plus Roulette Podcast. Follow
1: us on Twitter at Disney Roulette.
0: We're on Instagram and TikTok at Disney Roulette Pod.
1: Yeah, we're on TikTok. That's, that's us.
0: We're cool.
1: We're cool like that. I'm almost not in my 30s anymore. <laughs> or, or you can shoot us an email at Disney Roulette Podcast at gmail.com.
0: And remember, quack, quack, quack,
1: quack, quack, quack. 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 Quack
0: quack 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 quack, 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 Go, Go Ducks! That <laughs> eh, could have been worse.
1: Uh, at least I wasn't quacking at my boss.